Well, hey there, you're listening to the Marketing for Coaches podcast. I'm your host, Steve Schramm. This is the podcast where we help coaches like you achieve clarity around their message, overcome their toughest marketing challenges, and grow their caseload in record time. Welcome to the show. Excited to be on episode number 13 with you. Five questions to identify what's holding your business back and break through the barrier. So we're going to dive right into this. I'm pretty excited to share this content with you that I've been working on around these five questions that will kind of help you to get into a new mindset and to reset and practically get things moving again in your business. So if you're someone who feels stuck for whatever reason, right? I mean, maybe your business isn't growing. You're not getting in new clients. You're seeing a dip in customer satisfaction. All of these things uh, are things that can potentially be holding your business back from growing into that next stage. And what I want to help you do as somebody who is concerned with the uh, marketing and with the growth of your business as a result of that marketing, it's in my best interest to help you get to a place where you feel confident that you are doing the best you can with respect to the work that you do for your clients, with respect to the, the customer service that you exhibit. It's kind of part of the whole package because marketing goes down the drain if if all you have is really good tactical marketing on one hand. But when you come in, when somebody, uh, after you've invited them into the business and you're doing work for them and your customer service is poor, well, then you just take away with that hand everything you gained with the marketing. So it's a holistic business growth approach that we want to have. So let's dive in and begin looking at these five questions and how we can use what we learn from those questions with a simple formula to help us get back on track. The first question is this, what am I afraid of? What am I afraid of? There is nothing that will halt business growth as quickly as fear, as quickly as fear. And what's really interesting about that is I would say a vast majority of the time, the thing that we are afraid of doing has no material consequences at all. In other words, the fear is entirely mindset related. It's totally a a worry kind of thought. It has nothing to do with anything based in reality. And the absolute worst you can get whenever it comes to maybe having to ask for something, maybe you're asking for the sale in the case of a particular client, maybe you're asking for a certain dollar amount that you have never asked for before. Maybe you're asking for an interview with some sort of news publication uh, about your coaching services, things of this nature. Uh, The worst answer you can get is no. That is as bad as it gets. But you just might be surprised at how often you will get a yes. Or even if it's not a yes, you might be surprised how often just asking the question will lead to other contacts and other connections. It might be that you get a no from the person you ask, but that they connect you with the person who ends up saying yes. And that opens up a new world of opportunities for you. You just don't know. And 
let's not translate that into some sort of fear because you could just as easily say, oh, well, you know, now I have the fear of the unknown. I don't know what's going to be on the other door of that question. But you just kind of have to put one foot in front of the other. You know, some of the best advice I heard when it comes to business is just to do the next right thing. Do the next right thing. Do the next thing that you feel is going to have the most impact on your business and for your clients. I think that's about as good as you can hope to do. Um, Of course, uh, I've mentioned before that I'm a Christian. From a Christian perspective, I think the best thing you can do is pray and seek guidance from God uh, on how to grow your business and to do so to his glory. I've actually written about that on my website for anybody that's interested in, in checking out how to do small business for the glory of God. But that is really what it boils down to, asking this question, what am I afraid of? Because often you can't even get to the next questions without that. Your fear is stopping you from moving to the next step at all. And even moving to this next question of evaluation. So you have to make sure that you're not um, afraid of anything that is some sort of irrational, non-material fear. If you're going to waste time and money and have anxiety and be worried about things, then at least make sure that those things that you're worried about are tied to actual concerns and circumstances and not simply things in your imagination. The second question is this, what quote time waster habits have I adopted? What time waster habits have I adopted? Now, when I say time waster habits, I hardly think that I even have to define what I mean. Tinkering with the website, for example, tinkering with the logo, tinkering with processes and emails and email signatures and templates and making sure everything is just right and on and on and on. These are things a lot of times that um, I call them fake work. They are things that make you feel like you are being productive and even make you feel like you are doing things that are necessary and useful for your business, but they have nothing to do with getting in the trenches, asking clients for the sale, really for marketing your work in a meaningful way. They certainly have nothing to do with getting in there and doing the work. Um, These are time waster habits. These are things that you as a growing uh, business owner, you don't really have time to be messing with. They are time wasters. They are wasting the precious time that you have where you need to be doing productive things like client work, like direct outreach activities to new clients. Continual tinkering with your marketing materials is not the way to get marketing done at all. So, Ask yourself that question, what time waster habits have I adopted? Identify those things. Identify those things and and take note of the kind of impact they are having on your business and then we'll put them into this formula at the end of the process here and that will help us to move forward from them. Okay, third question, where can my business be improved? Where can my business be improved. And I wrote two things down here that I personally do to help get a handle on this question that I think will help you as well. So I do surveys. So every year I will do kind of a 
reader and listener survey to get an idea of the content that I'm putting out for people. Is it really helpful for people? I'll also survey my uh, past clients that I've done work with to ask that question. Where can my business be improved. The second place that I'll do it is related. It's a client debrief. Okay. This is basically whenever I have just finished and got the sign off on a website that's been done for a client, I will ask, um, what things could I have done better? What could have made this project even better for you? And so that's the way I handle it. Where can my business be improved? And I answer that question using direct data from the clients I serve and from those who are not clients but who I serve through content. Uh, And so I get a handle on that and I suggest you figure out a way to do the same. How can you, in your coaching practice, get regular communication from your clients without them having to feel bad or without them even having to feel like they need to give a positive um, feedback. You need to figure out a way to help them understand that this needs to be a neutral and natural response. But how can you figure out a way in your business to get feedback on that question? Where can it be improved according to your customers? According to your clients, right? Not not some blog post on the internet, not even some podcast that you downloaded. It has nothing to do with that. It has to do with the specific kinds of services and the specific kind of customer service that you are giving your clients. What you need is an honest response from your clients to those things. That will help you answer this question. Fourthly, what am I doing right? What am I doing right? Now, there's a twofold application to this question. The first is simply that we often focus so hard on what's wrong. We never think to ask what is right. What are we doing right? We don't take that time to to uh, rejoice in those things. We don't take the time to reflect on those things and and realize that we're doing things right and that um, it's a recipe really for disaster to do otherwise, to consistently just focus on areas that need improvement is absolutely miserable. Hey, you know, it's okay to celebrate once in a while. As a matter of fact, the full focus planner that I use from Michael Hyatt and company, when you are writing out your annual goals, there is a place at the bottom for a reward when you're writing out those goals. What is the reward for these goals? How are you going to celebrate when you achieve this goal, you know, I think that is absolutely appropriate to to not only do, but even to plan ahead of time. In fact, I think it's probably a very, very smart idea. So what am I doing right? That's the first application of that question is just because you need to celebrate. We're, we're built that way. We really need to take time to get away from the grind and just celebrate the good work that we have done. But then the second application to that is because it is precisely in those areas that you're doing right that you need to double down in your business. 
I mean, if you have clients identifying for you, and this is another thing that you need to work into that client debrief or into that survey, if you have things that you are doing right, things that set you apart from somebody else, then you need to be capitalizing on that. That's your, you know, I've heard people different uh, call it different things, but that's your unfair advantage. That's your unique advantage. That's the thing that sets you apart when you do these things right that other people don't do as well or that they do uh, miserably bad. What are you doing right that's making people come to you for business? And you need to double down on those activities after you've identified what they are. The fifth and final question is this, am I talking to the right person? Am I talking to the right person? Marketing is all about the clearest communication. The one who communicates the most clearly wins when it comes to bringing new prospects into your um, caseload. I mean, when you're dealing with people who have never heard of your business before, are you communicating the right message to them? When they land on your blog, on your podcast, when they read your book, when they eventually end up on the website, when they get communication from your email list, are you talking to the right person? Have you refined your idea of who that person is that is best suited for the kind of services that you offer? Because if you haven't, you might not have properly communicated with them in your marketing. And if you haven't done that, it's going to be really hard to bring them into the fold as a new client. So those are your questions. What am I afraid of? What time waster habits have I adopted? Where can my business be improved? What am I doing right? And am I talking to the right person. Those five questions, answering those, honestly answering those, will help you get to the place where you can identify just what is holding your business back. Now, let me give you a quick three-step formula to help you break through the barrier, to help you assess whatever area you're having difficulty growing in as you answer those questions to get a sense and get a feel for how you can improve those things, let me just give you a simple three-step formula to help get you back on track. I'm a formula guy. I'm sure some of you guys are too. It's just hard to know where to start without just having a clear, simple path, even though it's so, so simple. So this is what I think you need to do. First, you need to refocus. You just need to refocus. All this simply means is going back and asking those questions and answering them honestly. I'm talking about literally answer them on a piece of paper, put the piece of paper in front of you and refocus the priorities of your business looking at your honest answers to these questions. The second thing is to reform, to actually make changes based on them, to actually look at those uh, questions and translate those answers into real life uh, practices you can adopt or things you should stop doing. Uh, I mean, put some things down, write down some legitimate ideas of things you can do based on the answers to those questions to come up with a plan for implementing those tactics. And this is the kind of thing that if you don't work with a business coach or um, even some marketing coaches would dive into this kind of thing on a regular basis, then you need to consider getting on board with that. They will help you be able to work through these kinds of questions, whether it's me or anybody else. We would be able to help you through these um, kind of questions and how they relate to the growth of your business. 
So refocus and then reform. And then finally reset. Right here, this just simply means do it. Actually implement the things. Do the practices that you have um, uh, wrote down that you should do as a result of answering the questions honestly. It's really a simple process. But a lot of times it's easy to overlook how simple the process can be because you're just in the weeds. You're thinking that you're never going to grow. You're afraid because you're not sure where the problem lies. Or maybe you've even begun to see some success, but you've hit that upper limit and adopted some of these bad practices. Um, No matter what situation that you are in, when it comes to why you've had to answer these questions, once you have them answered, you should be able to put some practical steps in place and to act on them. They should be doable for you. They should not be anything that lies outside of your own reach, uh, but you may need to enlist help to keep you accountable, and you may need to get some help with understanding where your business needs to go and or grow next. And, and that's just a perfect transition into quickly telling you a little bit about what we do here at Northmax Services. We do both um, marketing coaching and we build hassle-free websites for coaches and content creators. And what we're going to do is just simply help you in the overwhelm of trying to build and tinker with your website constantly so that we can get it talking to the right people. And you let us handle the website, the technical ends of it, and That way you can focus on serving your clients. So we want to do the technical side, but we also want to make sure that we are communicating to your prospects. So that part is taken care of as well. We want to be your partner in that. And there are numerous ways we can help you with that. And again, that kind of falls under the umbrella of uh, website design, getting your digital message uh, looking right and appropriate and bringing in new prospects for you to discuss with on a regular basis. And then the coaching side of that on the marketing end, making sure that your branding is right, making sure that you're communicating to people with regular content creation, making sure that you are building an email list and making sure that you are doing each of these things on a consistent basis to the best of your ability in order to to bring those prospects in. If you think you're interested in getting some help with that, just email steve at northmacservices.com, steve at northmacservices.com, and we will start the conversation with you. Thank you so much for joining us here on the Marketing for Coaches podcast. We'll see you next time. Bye-bye.